parts. Why? And we are back. Welcome back to the Cradle of Quartz. Our camera fades in high over Tentacle Canyon, somewhere west of Alkenstar in the Spellscar Desert lies this long forgotten, possibly erased temple known only as the Cradle of Quartz. Our outlaws have commandeered, hired, I guess commandeered is a little rough. Our outlaws have chartered an airship and convinced the pilot to take them out to this remote, dangerous location in search of a missing scientist by the name of Olaman Kosawana, who might just have cracked the formula for the deadly explosive known as pyronite. Following a series of hidden clues linked to a I guess the secret society within the Temple of Bry, they cracked the code and have shown up here at the Cradle of Courts. Only what they've learned is it is not. Oh, they are not alone for a mysterious. What they are calling Time Dog. Time Doggo has been stalking them, materializing through the walls, appearing at the worst possible time. And it's very eyesight alone is enough to open bloodless wounds across their whole body. They have right now retreated from their uh, last encounter with it and find themselves back on the entryway outside the cradle of courts where they are free from this doggo's wrath. And that's where we see as the camera, you know, pans up from the sort of like hot desert beneath this large giant crystal facade in front of the temple or in front of the cradle are outlaws beaten bruised and patching themselves up and that's where we fade in and you guys are able to pick up where you guys would like to be how are we gonna fucking find Kosawana with that dog in there one room at a time did the pop show up again? It was yeah. there, Ruffy. I saw you pop the smoke. But, uh... Ah, oh, those damn monks. I really don't like the Priest of Bri. Alive or dead, I just don't seem to like him very much. It does seem they hold a grudge. And that you can hear them punching now from the great beyond. Right? <laughs> well, let's not uh, talk too much shit about Bri. She did bring me Bri's back house. up to life. Yeah. I mean, God... Got no problem with her. It's her, you know, her little lackeys that seem to have a problem with us. It's that's a gross oversimplification of undeath, but here, let's let's we'll start walking for the door. Oh, by the way, how how was that amulet worth it? Worth anything? Um, I don't know. I'll give it to Miss uh, Miss Anita. Uh, it was like a. I think Saru said a, a holy symbol, Bri, so I figured that was more appropriate. I mean, but when we think about the dog, I mean, have we tried to even use a mirror? No, I suppose we haven't. It's a good idea. Do you have one on you? No, I just throw out use, useless information here. I wonder if I shine Wybert's like, entire body, 
And then Wybert's just in front of us. If he'd work as a mirror. I... If you want to try, I will help you. I need polish. We have too much sand in here. It could work, but it would take a lot of time. As much as I, you know, would love to spend the afternoon shining Wybert's bum, uh, maybe we should just try the, sm the smudge sticks some more. You feeling all right, Refi? Because... I mean, you're not Wybert, but you sure are having a little bit of feedback, like you're jittering, chittering in them uh, chaps of yours. The mana wastes have sunk into him. I got hit. I got hit right in the throat by one of those monks. Ooh, yes, which reminds me, I could patch you guys back up. All right, everyone's ready, and I'm gonna. Well, as good as new. Shield in one hand, smoke stick in the other. Babuski. So you once again step into the main entryway, this entrance hall, the hexagonal chamber with four passages leading out, two of which you've already explored, one of which you've explored through your your Eidolon. You know, the, the, the sort of pulsing glow of these crystal lights again hit the magnificent uh, mosaic in this wall. There are like thousands of gemstones pressed into the wall here, each individually set creating a face of uh, Bri looking down at you here in the entrance hall. You know, at a, at a quick glance, those of you that are trained in crafting can tell many of these are very worthless so stones picked just for their color, but there are quite a few valuable stones in this room too. If anyone was to spend some time, you could probably clean up a little bit, trying out the uh, the valuable gems. But from here, there are, you know, four chambers and there's still this kind of weird throne sitting right at the room. And there's also the strewn explosion of the clockwork creature that you destroyed just uh, yesterday. Right. And burn marks in the floor. And you see like almost like a silhouette of like Anita where it like exploded and left a shadow. It's Anita. I know you were collecting some of that stuff over there earlier. Yeah. Um, you missed, like, there's four in here. I don't know if you really noticed that. Because yes. of, you know, what's gone on the last, oh, few hours, a couple days. Yeah. You see Anita already trying to get one of the crystal lamps off while she's mounted on Wybert. She definitely came in and was like, ooh. There's a comment in there to be made about where your priorities are, but I'll spare you. <laughs> and I'll just get to the door. Once once the team is in the, the five-foot burst that a smokestack can be dropped in, I'll kick the door. Yeah. Remember, these doors are not actually doors. It's more like a little, like, cloth that's been pulled across the doorway. So it, it blocks sight, but it's not like a heavy-duty door. So there's nothing. You can kick the cloth, but it's not. It's just going to, like, get wrapped up and tangled in your foot a little bit. I'm so glad the voice of God has told me not to do that. I will instead move it with my shield like a very smart bean that I am. I think, too, um, as Anita is, like, collecting the lamps, the lamp that's on this side of the uh, of the hall, right next to where Saruk is waiting to go, um, you kind of get up on Wybert, so, like, this lamp up here. You get up there, and as you're, like, fiddling with it, you realize it's it feels broke at first. Like 
you grab it and it wobbles unlike the rest are very very delicately made and very finely crafted this one has a little bit of wobble where it like connects into the wall and as you try to like unscrew it the whole thing sort of shifts to the side and there's like a clicking noise and you see behind the throne room there's like almost like grinding of stone as the door like a small door sort of pops open just a little bit and you guys found a secret door why but I found a secret door. I knew your klepto tendencies would always come in handy one day. Klepto what? Damn it, Ruffy. I don't know, I heard Saruk saying that word the other day. Don't bring that up at me next time. Uh Saruk's just gonna Yeah. From from here, does it look like there's anything in the room that will bite me? Uh, peeking in through like the little like sliver of crack peeking in um it looks like a small room it only looks like maybe like a 10 foot by 10 foot sort of secret chamber uh you don't see anything well why don't you give me a perception check just like a seek okay. action we'll see what you notice peeking in you don't see anything that looks like uh dangerous it doesn't look like there's anything moving it is completely dark but you have dark vision so it's not an issue you do see this sort of like wooden not very it doesn't look very ornate like the rest of this chamber very rigidly built very constructed very much a lot of thought and design and care went into every piece of furniture that has stood the test of time here you find a really old dilapid like decrepit table with a giant iron or i'm sorry leather bound tome sitting on top of it and a small like stone chest sort of tucked away in the corner but nothing moving. So I'll step in. Attempt to pick up the chest. Okay, the chest is like solid stone. How much bulk do you have to spare? Like how much can you actually carry? I have like four. I think I probably have enough to get it in the bag of holding i think you'd be able to like drag this but i don't know if it'd be like pick upable but with some camera maneuver you might be able to like slide it into a or, i mean if it's that big if it's that that heavy i'll just pop it open okay yeah i'll just reveal this then so you pop open the lid and you see it's filled to the brim with a uh, various gems valuable objects coins it's it's full of treasure so the stone's heavy, and you can tell it's actually full of all kinds of various things worth 450 gold in total. Yeah, just gonna... There's also, yeah, there's also a couple of um, magical items, or items, I guess, that you don't know quite what they do just by looking at them floating on top. And the last thing, it's in that loot object, but it is that tome that's on. Like this here. Yeah, it's like a makeshift altar. But you can take that book if you'd like. Yeah, just quickly grab everything. Let's keep moving. I mean, maybe we take a look at that book right outside. You think it's important right now? I, I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm in no hurry to get um, bloodless cuts all over my body, considering I just got karate chopped in the neck. Those are the wisest words I've ever heard you say. Suddenly, <laughs> I want to go read this book, and I'm just going to waltz outside. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Anita's going to keep taking uh, crystal lamps. Anita is, has not learned, and her cleptomania will get her the second death. 
if Saruk and Hal are walking outside, I'll I'll let Annie take a few, and then eventually I'll be like, "Time to go. We'll be <laughs> back." And literally grab her shoulders and like start pulling her. One away. more, Rafi. We'll come back and get them all. I swear. Okay. So, do you want to take like so? You've got these two, and then after you get the second one, that's when Saruk goes in and finds that chamber. He leaves. Are you going to go for, like, the third one now? Or are you going to come back later? I'm going to come back. Like, I had it loosened, and then when Ruffy goes, we'll come back for it, then I'll leave. Okay. Fair enough. Once everybody's outside, Saruk will close the door. Ruffy? <laughs> I open the door. I close the door. I open the door. Richard, there's a peril pup! <laughs> And I guess, okay, so when I see what the the loot is labeled as, from looking at it, does that feel like like someone has stolen things from like the Temple of Bri, like in Alkenstar, and then brought it here? Or is it like stuff that would have been looted from the Cradle of Quartz and we're the baddies? At a first glance, just from looking at, like looking at it, it's it's very obvious that most of these coins, most of the art and objects that are here definitely originated from the Temple of Bri. It's hard at a glance to know whether it's stolen from the temple or it's just been collected from here. You probably have to read the book a little more to, to fully grasp what is going on with this. But the book itself is it's a massive set of it's it's basically a journal and it's massive. It would take a person multiple days of like dedicated reading just to really pour over the whole thing. Man, the amount of skill feats I could have taken that would have made that go faster and then I didn't do. Damn it. You're an investigator. You should have stuff, you know? Right. I mean, maybe you just look at the look at the front and then look at the back. Yeah, I was thinking like the name and then the, the last entry. Well, as luck would have it, I put in the description of the item the first and last entry in the book. At least a summarized version of it. My hero. Okay. So I'll, I'll read it out loud. Just, you, you can read it. I'll read it out loud, especially for the, uh, the stream's sake. This is a leather-bound book. It's detailing the plans of a man named Droxelos. In the first entry, he writes about his plans to destabilize the Temple of Bri by creating an alter ego, the 13th Ordinal. He will trick members of that faith into blasphemy and guide them to worship his true god, uh, Yag-Sothoth. Yag-Sothoth? It's hard to say out loud. It's one of those creepy outer gods. The full book would take multiple days to pour over, but it basically just at a glance. It contains records of a subterfuge, betrayal, the creation of the Cradle of Quartz, and this whole, this whole sort of cult that he spawned. It seems to have been an entire planned by this guy and everything that you've heard about this place was all orchestrated by this Droxelos. The last entry is dated 40 years ago and it reads it stalks us even now I have taken refuge in my chambers where it is weakest we cannot sleep for it takes joy in tormenting us it must be here because we are close to unlocking the true potential of the sphere. The key and gate are almost reunited and our world shall finally be cleansed. Droxelos, the 10th of Desnus, 4688 AR. So I'm going to 
I struggle so much with Tommy knows everything. Saruk may not do. Uh, how do you feel about occultism for context, Steve? I am 100% on board for that. Tight. Question marks. Okay. Um, are you doing it on like context of this, this book and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So like, on a scale of one to ten, how angry do these concepts make Saruk? Or like, do I know who Yog Sothoth is? Do I? But with your role that you rolled, you would definitely have got a success on your recall knowledge check. So. Whatever you think narratively is interesting for Saruk to know that Tommy knows, I would say you're good to go. You know, the generally speaking, this is bad news. You know, this this deity is not good at all. And I think maybe with, especially with the the whole plan of tricking people of one faith into worshiping someone secretly, is uh, might not sit well with you, um, especially knowing that you've seen these people, these undead here, they were dead and rejected by their deity in Judgment Day. I think Sir gets to the last page, reads it, slams the book shut, and just, like, hawks it on the ground. There's no wonder there's a Hound of Tindalos here. Fucking blasphemous. I don't know what's going on in here, but I don't want Kosawana to find it, and neither do we. We should get moving. So what, 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 what did it say, though? Do you want the short version or the long version? What do you think? I think you would like me to explain to you the difference between an eye for... Damn it, Ruffy. <laughs> the, the shortest version is there are things that live through points to the sky out that way. And they're very, very unkind, and they like to do very unkind things to people. The, the MSSP mostly deals with demons, but it's not unheard of. And the people who built... This wonderful place convinced people that this was a great and wonderful thing for Bri, but they were working for an outer god to achieve their agenda. An outer god who was closely associated with time. And now there's a hound of Tindalos here who presumably stopped them. But then Kosawana's trying to restart whatever they thought they were doing. Or maybe Kosawana thinks this has something to do with his church and he's... What's the phrase? Strung along, I guess, finding something that he might think is here but actually isn't. It's... Remember when we thought this would be just a quick getaway to the mana wastes, grab somebody, and then have to deal with Pyronite? No, this gets... This is an entire can of worms. Yeah, also, if you remember, the all, the, all mentions of this place were completely stricken from the holy text. The logic of design. There was no mention of this place at all. Forty years ago, it had been removed from the text. It makes a lot of sense that this was removed from the logic of design. I don't think they want people to know that they fucked up this bad, or that something this blasphemous could have existed. There was something in there about creating an alter ego. A, it's like. I'm sure everyone has heard some nightmare about looking in the mirror and then the thing in the mirror waves back and reaches out its hand and kills you. Kind of like that. Something like that to infiltrate the church. I don't. There's a lot of stuff there. Frankly, I don't. I don't want to read it. I don't think you're going to find anything but the ravings of a lunatic. Oh, I'm not reading it. Yeah, I know. I mean, should we get a move on? I think so. There's no time like the present. You always put it in Wybert's bum. 
For that joke, the Hound of Tindalo shows up in a taxi. Roll initiative. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Kill this man for a shit once. Time joke. Time puns. Nope. And Sirig will pick up the journal and like tuck it away. He's uncomfortable, but it's like it's evidence, so it's important to have it. But it's not good. And then shield up, smoke stick at the ready. After me. So from here, there's you know the the, plas- the path splits in two different directions. One you've kind of explored, the other is still a complete mystery to you. Which way would you like to go? Let's try. Oh god, it's been a while. And is is Anita still taking this time to pilfer crystals while it's work? Okay. I think I think if we were to go this way, there's one like corner we hadn't seen. And the off chance we hit the fucking hand of Tindalos. Yeah, let's let's go to the end of the hall, like down here and around the corner. Check that off. Yeah, go ahead. I assume your exploration activities are still your normal defaults of like scouting for Hal. And actually, let's, let's just refresh our memories. What is everyone's current like exploration activity as we move through the Cradle Courts? Starting with Sabrook. Defending, I think, or whichever the one is to get ready to block incoming things and pop smoke. You start with your shield raise as long as you're defending. So, yeah, you're in that defensive stance. Scouting. Ruffy. Scouting for how? Yeah, Ruffy. I have a pet at the ready. No, I'm just looking out for the peril pup. Okay. So sort of just on the lookout for for danger, like seeking Anita. I think her exploration activity is stealing. Yeah. Quietly stealing. Oh god. Every once in a while I just grab I just grab Annie and just kind of keep her moving along with the group. Is there an exploration activity that's <laughs> But in all seriousness though, like Anita would try to look for maybe secret passageways by looking at, you know, like certain cracks or how the quartz is made. Hashtag I'm trying to see if I could use crafting for this one. <laughs> Go ahead and make a crafting check. Uh, this is sort of um investigation using crafting. I think here it's very applicable. And then um, for rescue, you can give me a uh, just a secret perception check as you keep an eye out for any hidden dangers. I feel like I'm probably going to clue in, Ruffy. Question marks. All right, let me get that clue in. And then f- with that sort of bookkeeping done, you can go ahead and move your tokens down towards the end of the hall. Feel free. We're so good at Pathfinder. Look at all those question marks. Yeah, it's a question mystery. marks. We rolled good, and so did they. I think I'm going to stop here. So the, the team catches up. Once you get to the end, it looks like the room is unfinished. You can see that there's like tunneling tools and leaning against the walls, and there's a bunch of baskets full of like rubble and things like that. It, it seems like at whatever time this was might have been future expansion of the Cradle of Courts and the Temple. Uh, so they've kind of dug out this hallway, but they never got to finish. And it just sort of dead ends unfinished here. We know it's a real problem. Let's just really quickly get here. Scan. Is there anything that looks like it's immediately helpful? Yeah, as as you take a peek, a bunch of like rotted away, like wood on some of the tools and some old bits of metal, but nothing that appears to be valuable or useful, unless that's valuable or useful to you. I think um, a neat... Anita, though, as you're kind of like um, looking, crafting, looking for secret doors, you don't find anything secret doors and stuff, but you can't help but admire one more time the fine crafting of these 
course lamps, you know, and as you, there's one left in this hallway, like right in the middle that you haven't taken yet. And as you're passing under it and like thinking of a way to steal it and just like really appreciating the, how hard it would have been to shape this in the exact perfect shape it needs to be for just a moment. You see a set of eyes staring back at you. And as you blink, it's gone. That scared me because there's also something behind Richard. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a person. Like on his camera? Yeah, oh, God. I was so scared. <laughs> it's transcended the game into the cameras. It's like, oh, God, it's happening. It's that fucking movie from 2005 where if you die in the game, you die for real. There are a lot of oh, movies no. like that. Yeah, that you don't you don't notice any um, any secret passages this way as you're searching. You can Ugh. stop and search more if you'd like. But at a quick glance with your sort of exploration activities moving through here, it just looks like a, a clear cut dead end. Mm. We about face. I saw an eye, I think, but I think maybe I've just seen things. Never mind. Ignore me. No, I'm not going to ignore you. What did you see? Like a pair of eyes. It just blinked at me. I was looking into the crystal. Oh, I was looking into the lamp and I looked down and all of a sudden there's a pair of eyes just looking at me. Were the eyes red, blue? The eyes themselves looked like pure white and they seemed to match the hound's eyes, the same eyes that you've seen. And, but like with, with the way that it was like reflected in within the crystal, it just looked like there was maybe like hundreds of infinite eyes reflecting upon themselves into infinity. And it like hurt your brain for a second looking at it. I saw the eyes of the hound inside the crystal. I don't need any further context. I'll slam the thing with my shield. Yeah, like it's looking through us with it. You reach up and you slam the thing, which like breaks the like crystal, the sort of like torch, you know, the, the torch itself falls to the ground and it is lootable because inside of it, there is this sort of ever burning torch that powers it. Right. So that falls to the ground. You can pick that up. The crystal housing has been completely shattered. And as you do that, I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. Oh, good. So I feel like Refi would be much closer to where we are. Like, cause we're trying to move, we're trying to move like all together as one. I know like tokens aren't moving cause people are doing other things and stuff. I'll let referee position himself. Do not pet the get your ass behind me. Peril pup petting later, you get behind the tank. I was, I was making sure that Annie was moving along, so. <laughs> I love that I'm in the front for this. Oh, God, you move it closer. Thank you. Yeah, now that I know where everyone's positioned, he's he, he appears right next. You you knock this thing on the ground, and he's appearing like literally next to you. Shit, I forgot to manifest. It's only a sixteen. Uh, we all get a plus two for scouting, correct? You do get a plus two from uh from Hal. Praise be to the scout archetype and my actual eighteen. Claw's got a forty on its stealth, so it is. Coming in before anyone's really getting. Uh, I don't think the plus two bonus is going to help in that case. Yeah. No, not if I roll a two. A gulf between us and it. Guess what? It has the opportunity to go first. And so as Saruk smashes the lantern and it shatters, falls to the ground, in that moment, this thing, like, just literally, like, falls out of the wall next to you, Saruk. Um, and and it it's fast. It snuck up before you had a chance to even notice it. 
and it's going to get to go first. Nice. It. I'm trying to find the raise my shield button because I have my shield up for this. You can put the shield up. It should be a macro for it, like a raise a shield. Yeah, there you go. You do have your shield raised because you are defending. Um, so this thing targets you and it tries to do a jaw strike on you. Oh, it was almost a natural 20, but it wasn't. It's only a 30. Yeah, that'll definitely hit. Hate that. It bites you for 22 points of damage. I think we'll go ahead and block. I think technically it manifests in the square for its first action. For its second action, it bites you. Mm. And then for its third action... For its third action, it's going to claw at you with a map. Uh, Three on the dice, 21 misses. You get the shield and bounce it back. And that's its turn. Miss Anita Kieran, Ulysses Mendoza... You are next. All right. So from the front, I'm just going to... I guess I don't have the action on me that close my eyes, but just shout, smoke, no! All right, so I do have it in my hands. So I'm going to throw the smoke stick down on, well, to where uh, Saruk is. So right here. Just javelin the smoke stick. Yeah, so like technically... It only lets you put it on your own square, but I will let you sort of like open it and have it like explode where Saruk is. So you, you make a 10 foot burst of smoke. And so which sort of like four squares would you like to cover? Uh, so where Saruk is, this area right here where Hal Brent is as well. So they could go run back if they wanted to. So it'll be these four squares are now covered in a thick smoke that obscures everyone with inside inside of it. That's only what one action. Oh, I don't know because like I is it a manipulate to like open the smoke stick and then throw it? So what does the item say? A secret question. Smoke stick. It's just one action to do it. So that's only your first action. All right. A second action. Anita's going to go into overdrive. Make that crafting check that would be a 28 okay i think that's that's a success i don't know if it's a critical success what level are we we're level seven yeah so the dc is 23 so it's a success okay so i'll take it and then do we still want wybert to tank while we kite back i think that would be a good idea i'm looking at this hallway and i'm concerned okay oh so move forward yeah this is the last this is a dead end. Yeah, no, I, what I mean is like the mechanics of Wyvert moving and squeezing and such. Oh, right, right, right. Got it. I think out of character, it's a great idea, but I don't know how feasible it is mechanically with what's going down. That's true. Yeah, level six is actually 22, not 23. Thanks, Rick. But still not quite a crit. All right. So that is two actions. I'm going to use one to give Wyvert two. So that he could stride over here and do the necessary checks to get past this thing. Okay, so that's a tumble through, I assume, instead of a shove, right? Oh, God. Get oh, wait, it, no. Let's do, let's do a shove. What's an athletics shove, yeah? So, yeah, shove shove is athletics targeting, targeting fortitude. Oh, fuck. Well, we'll try. Huzzah! 22 for Wybert. 
two is a failure. So Wybert runs up, tries to push the creature back, and the creature like stands fast against Wybert and doesn't move. Like he tries to push the creature back, and he almost watches like the wall next to him almost folds in and like anchors him where he is, and he doesn't move. Okay, so Wybert's just right, like right here next to Saruk. All right, uh, that's it for my turn, actually. That brings us to Hal. In delay. Delay? Okay, fair. That brings us to Saruk. You just let me know at the end of someone's turn when you want to jump in, Hal. Okay, so is this... I forget how the mechanics of hard corners in 2 work, but is that a legal move? Like, if I were to go... It sort of is, except for the the way the corner's on the wall. I don't think it allows you to do the diagonal maneuverability around... You know what? I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, I think... I think this was the one contingency I hadn't planned for. Tight fucking hallways. Let's try... There are going to be a lot of things which draw attacks of opportunity. Uh, first action is going to to remind myself what my speed is and then my actual first action is going to be to stride like give me the dot like so oh that's 20 i hate that okay so then i guess we'll stride twice to here i i can't move it because i'm bouncing through walls but yeah i'll just manually treat it okay that's two strides that you use like move around it it does not take an opportunity attack on you Tight. And then action the third is I'm going to activate the smoke stick that I'm holding. Which I know where is. God. And we'll put the burst like this, I think. I think that's four squares. It's glitching through the, the wall. There we go. And that's three. Let's see, you, you had your eyes open, you moved around it with your eyes open. You ended here, but you ended in the smoke. Yeah, so I should be, we should be concealed from each other. I think you're good, yeah. A Ruffy or Hal, if Hal's going to jump in. All right, Ruffy. Uh, how close is Hal? <laughs> Maybe you should go first. Yeah, Hal's like in a cloud of smoke between you and the creature. It's definitely obscured. Do you want Hal to go first? You guys can work it out if if you want Hal to go first. I was going to throw something with a bit of uh, splash damage, so I don't know if you want to be... Are you going to end up within 10 feet of it either way? I don't know. Uh, I can't really see anything, so... <laughs> first action, obviously, I'm going to draw my pistol. Is that a free action, or is it actually cost you an action? It's a free action. Hard to enter 10 paces. Yeah. Uh, I think into the fray now, because I'm a drifter. Ten uh, paces. <laughs> but um, I think I'm gonna stride ten feet in front of Annie. Can't really see it. I'm gonna pull out a smoke stick in the other hand, just to be ready. It is two hands. It takes it takes two hands to activate a smoke stick, I believe. Doesn't it? I don't think I ruled that right with with Saruk. Actually, does it say two handed? I think it says two handed, right? I just use my tusks. Don't worry about it. I took the prehensile tusks ancestry feet. It's not weird. Can't tell it in, in Foundry. It doesn't say two handed, so maybe not. Okay. Yeah, I think that you got to twist it to make it go, but I don't think there's a like enough force necessarily. Got to like get two hands on it. I feel like you could like. Oh, so in in the archives and methods, it does say usage held in two hands. But you know what? 
in this case, Anita has made some cool ones that are like it's one handed. You can pop it with your mouth. I'm fine with that. See, look at that. We got wizards cocking us in videos. We're cheating smokes. Dig tusk it. <laughs> For my third action, just in case, I'm gonna because uh, I'm not in the smoke. I'm gonna avert my eyes. I'm kind of just trying to trying to block its sight from Annie in case it gets past the smoke. Pretty much. Fair enough. You end your turn. The smoke is obscuring you from the creature, so there's no visual sight. So there's no save to make. How? I think Hal's is going to close his eyes and run forward. And uh, if he bams into the creature, he's going to try to tumble through. Okay. First action, close your eyes. Second action is going to be a tumble through action. Go ahead and make that tumble through. Uh, Check will mark you blind. I don't know if it's going to affect your... Yep, go ahead and and target the creature. Make the acrobatics checks against its reflex DC. This is a serious and terrifying moment, but I really wanted to watch Wybert try to do this. (laughs) 29 (laughs) on your check um, against its reflex DC. So you you make this really, you're blind. You you can feel it moving. It's making sound. It's got body heat. So you're aware of where it is. And you try to do this like really good move. Everyone that's watching is really impressive. I mean, you rolled an 18 on the dice. You have plus 11. That's a solid attempt at tumbling through this thing. And as you do... Um, you have your eyes closed, so you can't see it. I think everyone, nobody has eyes on it because the smoke, so nobody can see what happens. As you try to tumble past it, it matches your movement, and it, like, bends the walls around it to block you. This 29 is a failure. Of course. And you feel you feel yourself hit a wall, and you're not able to move through. I'm going to reach out and touch, and when there's, there's an open area, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go through here, and I'm going to move through Wybert. I have 40 feet, so I think I can get through. Yep. Even with your eyes closed, it's difficult terrain. That's your second action unless you get to there. Take cover behind Wybert. Okay, take cover it is. That is my turn. All right. Up next, the time, dog. First action, it uses its angled entry action and immediately appears through the wall right behind Anita. Mm-hmm. So you're averting your gaze, Reficule. It now you're you're you see it out of the corner of your eye, just like folds out of the wall, right next to Anita, on the other side of you. Uh, second action targets Anita with its jaw strike. Ooh, that's a critical hit on poor Andy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Low average roll on the dice, forty six points of damage. Wow. Okay. Last action is to do a map claw strike. Eight on the dice is a 26, which is still enough for a hit. Yeah. And you take 14 more points of slashing damage. Okay. And it ends its, it's ends its, ends its turn there. Ow! Anita uh, shouts as she takes an action to... Uh, stride past Ruffy, and if she could, since he, he has his eyes like averted, I'm not sure if he heard it, but could she pull him into the smoke as she walks like forward? Like I'm gonna use the rest of like my two actions for that one. Right, you have open hands. You're trying to to yank Ruffy. Cool. What's so? What's your your so looking at what you're carrying versus like your encumbrance you're already encumbered Mm. it looks like you're you're 
encumbered at five and you're already carrying six bulk. Really? And Ruffy itself is really heavy with all his gear and his body weight. You are not strong enough to physically drive Ruffy. Hearing Annie get hit and her trying to drag me, I just growl like, run, damn it. Stick to the plan. Stay with me. Let's go. All right. So, like, I will do that. Wybert, on the other hand, might be able to. <laughs> run to Zaruk. So from here, how many is that? Fool. Lie, you fools. Lie, you fools. To the door, right here. Wait, won't let me move. Come on. Right there. And then Wybert is... And then Wybert still has an action, so he's just gonna use... His, and then before uh, before Wybert moves, Annie's gonna yell, You better move, Ruffy! And then Wybert's gonna use his 40 feet of movement, so that's... He only gets half movement because he's like tight in here, so he'd only get twenty on a on a stride. Yeah, he'll be right here. Yeah, yeah. He's he's making his way, but he's not as graceful. Making his way. Uh, Saruk, you see, Anita flies past you, looking rough. Yeah, I think I would like to delay to the bottom of the round. Ruffy, I'm just going to stride my full. Let's see, 15. Try it again. I'm just going to use all three actions to get pretty much here. Okay. Just down the hallway. And uh, actually, I'm going to go, seeing what happened last time, I'm going to go past Annie. So that way she's in between me and Saru. That works. Seeing his, like, I would imagine he's like... Hiding behind Wybert, and he's got his hand on there, and then Wybert leaves. I think he's gonna follow in quick succession. Like, all right, we're 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 taking off. Yeah, I have forties that gets me through that guy, and I think he's gonna just continue to run. Yeah, I mean, you're fast enough to move almost wherever you want within that chamber. Is uh, just being blind give me a movement penalty oh if you if you don't yeah you move at every every square is difficult terrain if you don't open your eyes so you'd only move half as far do you want to open your eyes um seeing that i'm going into smoke i think it would be all right yeah so i'll unblind you but yeah when you're blinded you do every every square is difficult terrain that's so i forgot your eyes were closed i jam through and i like I guess run to this door, but that would be forty. I'd have one last action to open the door, and it opens to a hallway that goes straight. And then it's hard to tell by looking on the map, but it immediately takes like a right hand turn and continues. So Rook. Okay, so we're gonna stride ten. Out of character. It's so weird to not be saying untap upkeep devise a strat right now. Uh, stride to this space to keep everyone. Okay, this space foundry. Jeez. That should keep everybody in reaction range. Anita looks like death warmed over. Lord. Uh, action the second is to draw a lesser elixir of life. And action the third is to apply it directly to the bite wounds. Which, Anita, you may. All right. Thank you, sir. Drink this. Stay with me. Keep moving. Stay in the smoke if you can. 
All right. Brings us to the top of the next round of combat. First action. So you're looking down that hallway, Hal, and you see as like an action. Like you're looking down the hallway, it looks empty, but what you see is like the creature just like you hear the the fingernails sort of touching the the stonework which is completely unnecessary because this thing can technically float and fly but it is walking in a manner that makes it loud and echoey that you can hear and it slowly kind of comes down and just walks straight you you just ran away from it right it just casually walks in front of you and then turns his eyes around the corner and just stares right at you and you hear it's like voice kind of like the tendrils of its voice reaching into your mind and tel- telepathically just telling you to run. Like, fear me. And that's uh, that's the end of his turn. Alright, first action, I'm gonna have Wybert move towards me. So I'm gonna give him, like, one so he gets two. Wait, hang on. Oh my god. I have to give him two just to get here. Uh, yeah and then um he's gonna grab me <laughs> so i am on wybert right now get on wybert yes and then so that's two actions i think it's i think it yeah so wybert moved two actions you have you gave one to wybert you still have two it's one action to mount wybert so you still have one action for yourself okay one action for myself i'm gonna avert my gaze Perfect. Ruffy? I noticed nobody's pet the dog yet. Yeah, I wonder fucking why, Steven. <laughs> Your dog is full of bullshit. Yes, it is. Damn. Stop making it mad. I, I would love to. Give me an avenue of diplomacy. I also hate Yog Sithoff. <laughs> I'm going to stride here because I saw it and then close the door. Like pull the it's just like a curtain, so you just pull the curtain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe let's go the other way for now. Like outside? Uh yeah, sure. I'm gonna third action avert my gaze just in case it shows up in the middle of the room. Ow. Outside or inside? And I'll look to Saruk. Like point to the opening door or point down the hallway. We know what's in the other rooms. There's nothing down there for us, and there's no path forward. We need to go through it, but we can't because of where it is. About that door. And I'll point to this door down here. Again, it's a it's a cloth. <laughs> it's it's a door. Shush. We can try it if you want. I maybe there's something we missed. We have to go through. We have to get past. I mean, we got to get deeper for whatever reason. Maybe it's just running. Or maybe it's like we 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 go back outside. We we take an hour or two and let him relax, go back to sleep, like dogs are wont to do in the heat. And then we don't bash our shields into the walls or anything. We just like quietly go through. At least ten minutes to maybe patch up Annie a little more, and then I'm concerned that gives Kosawana time to contact the outer gods. I'm gonna go outside and wait. Close my eyes. Sit down. Saruk. I delay until after Ruffy. Well, that'll be the next round of combat. If you do. You're, already, you're already at the end. Uh, heck. I hate this. 
Uh, reading all of the things. This is the noise my brain makes. All of them. Literally all of them all at once. Uh, let's... Everywhere. Oh, well, I'm going to battle medicine, Anita, I think, for action. Oh, thank you. One. I definitely remember what buttons are. We didn't take an off week. Shut up, you know nothing. I'm shooting for a 15. I'm just going to do it the hard way. Yeah, you have an extra hero point. I do. I... Nina, I leave it to you. Do you want to get healed right now or not? I'm good. I can battle medicine myself. Okay, so then... <laughs> shit. All right, fine. And I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna interact to draw something that is helpful right now, which is mostly nothing. Uh, I think I'm gonna interact to draw a bottled lightning, raise my shield, and pass. Okay. You all go. I'm right behind you. The creature does what it does, but you don't have any sight on it. You have no idea what it's doing. You know what? Great. That means it's not eating us. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give Wybert. I'm going to spend one action to give Wybert two so that he and I could run out of here. Okay. Wybert the Uber. And then while while he was running outside to where Hal Brent was, uh, Anita would do like battle medicine on herself using assurance. So that's like two d eight <laughs> plus ten. So that's twenty five more points for Anita. That's it for my turn. Ruffy, look, maybe ten minutes. Of course, Awana can summon this outer god in ten minutes. Then. We've already failed here. We're not getting past this dog in 10 minutes, so. You're not wrong. Can you take out one of those lights? I, uh, stride to here. Shoot which one? Uh, whichever. I'll shoot this light here. This one was loose. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and make a um, an attack roll. Actually, skip the attack roll. Just give me a damage roll. No. You know what? Because, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's an object. But there's no critical hits on objects. I think you shatter, you're able to shatter like some of the crystal casing without too much issue, but the whole structure as a whole isn't, four damage is not enough to completely decimate this this thing. So you've hurt it, but not destroyed it fully. It's resisted some of that damage. Third action, I'm going to running reload outside. I love that image. <laughs> Just shooting things as you run reload. It's a little vandalism as a treat. Don't worry about it. We're coping. <laughs> That's my turn. You're already outside. Saruk. I don't know what languages, if any. I think Saruk would probably... It's not from the material plane. The only extra planar language he has is Abyssal. So in Abyssal, on the hopes that this thing understands. Yogg-Sothoth is also an enemy of ours. We mean you no harm. And just GTFO. I think we'll even do it the right way. So that's two strides ought to get me there. Boundary. Stop telling me where walls are. <laughs> and then third action, shut the door. I think you get outside to safety, but like as you do, you get those tendrils of like of the, the, the creature's telepathy reaching into your brain. And it tells you, bring me. What would the word be? 
bring me (laughs) bring me the trespasser I must feed on him and that's what he says Kosawana that's outside shuts the door they want Kosawana I don't think it's an accord but I think it's we're not dead who who wants Kosawana now the dog let's tell him stop biting us we'll bring him yeah, next time I see them. So, with that, as you, you close the door again, take a deep breath. Uh, well, we've learned that it doesn't like when you break its crystal lamps. And then secondly, it, it can talk. But you do make it outside. Injured Anita looks really rough at the... the f- These wounds do have, like, physical, like, blood to them. The ones that are caused by its gaze just rip you open with no blood. These bites and these claws, they hurt, like, physical pain. And you are like bleeding. Briefs. That was way late. You know, we are back with some more cradle of quartz action. Once again, our intrepid outlaws have failed to pet the doggo. And once again, they find themselves <laughs> running for their lives, recovering on the steps of the cradle of quartz. And that's where our camera like starts with a shot of like the giant crystal course structure this amazing, beautiful dedication to Bri, which we now know is nothing more than a lie. And the camera sort of pans down with the creatures sort of up in the uh, in the folds of these crystals, staying out of the desert sun, looking down as an openly wounded Anita is like patching herself up. And we are ready to uh, you guys can take a minute to like narratively come up with a plan and then we will go back in exploring it wants kosawana i think i think i can strike an accord with it i'm going back in by yourself it's better that way or do you have a backup plan oh what my backup plan is to push open that door and run screaming mud jagua at the top of my lungs and hoping i don't get my throat ripped out maybe you should uh manifest your cat and uh, have him come run out here if uh, he attacks you so we can come in give you some backup right some backup to the officer Saruk. officer I... it's close enough Kijok yeah you immediately like manifest Kijok who appears right next to you if you feel pain in the bond let these people know Anita if you have time and I'll I remove my shield and set it down on the ground oh yes of course I'm just gonna look a bear. Time dog. I've come to bargain. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna push the door open, step inside, collide with a freaking wall. <laughs> shut the door. Dang walls. They make them so well here. They do. Here in this cradle yogs it up. I'm gonna approach this lamp is still lit. Just sharing again so we get a nice visual representation of what this creature looks like when you do see it. This fucking xenomorph ass. I look up into the into the light. I did I hear it in in Talden? You heard it in whatever language I guess you would assume is your natural thinking. Oh, so it's like true speaking. Okay. How did it, well, I mean, maybe maybe I'm misunderstanding how telepathy works in Pathfinder, but I don't think it needs to have, like, a shared language or anything, does it? 
Oh yeah, so a sponsor with telepathy can communicate mentally with any creature within the listed radius. So it, as long as you share a language. So that is a good question. Saruk speaks Abyssal, Common, Dwarven, Mwangi, Orcish, and Zamba. Damn these flavorful languages for an interesting backstory and not one of these being like Aklo. Yeah, Aklo is is what you kinda would want, but I think I think we'll we'll just say it's speaking in common. But like it, it you hear the words, you hear when it speaks, you hear like multiple layers of different languages bouncing around your head, and one of those is common, but it's hard to like focus on the common mix in with like the aclo echoing in your head, but you can get a sense of what it generally is saying when it speaks. So I'm gonna look up at the light and like immediately shut my eyes. Come out in peace. Yeah, you hear the like, you can't see it because your eyes are closed, but within the sort of like lantern, you see like the eyes like open and reflected infinitely within the wall, staring back down at you. And in your head, you sort of hear that echoey layered speak of like, what do you want? I am a servant of a goddess that shaking a goddess who values Safety and community and everything that Yogg-Sothoth stands against. We have a common enemy. We are not here to harm you and we can help you. You hear a sort of a response like, Yogg-Sothoth is not my enemy, enemy. I guard the gates of time, time, time. From who? All who seek. To disturb it, disturb it, disturb it. And someone is doing so now? The trespasser has broken the rules, rules, rules. He must be sacrificed, 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 sacrificed. To whom? To me. What are the rules? At this point, if you may... Please make me a diplomacy check. This is sort of you've been interacting with it enough to make an impression. So if you have anything that can modify, make an impression. Yeah, uh, actually, I think what are the rules might have been a pointed question. Oh, that's an interesting one. And I don't have anything that modifies other than the time dog is undergoing an investigation right now. That's true. So yeah, you could take a, 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 a clue in on that. You're the more you talk with it, the more you're learning about it for sure. So the question being, what are the rules if they could? Uh, well, here's the diplomacy check for that. Okay. Nice. Pretty nice. And then you wanted me to make an impression. I shall. It's going to be a good one. It is because I'm going to use a hero point. Yeah. Hero point. Yeah. Hero point. This hero point brought to you by me screwing over Saruk last week. Good. Yeah, 24 is a little better. Right. Bumps it up a little bit to 24. So so let, let, we'll start with the sort of general diplomacy to check to see if you've made a good impression, if it's willing to divulge more. That role is as a failure with a 24, and you're not able to sort of... You haven't said the right stuff to it, and it's it's feeling you out. So it has not moved from, like, antagonistic to, like, neutral or anything. But your pointed question... You got a 30 on. That is a success. 
which is really cool. So you ask someone a question in the right way, ask a question of non ally creatures you've been conversing with. If they lie, they get a you get a plus two circumstance bonus to your perception DC to know if he's lying to you. Can't refuse to answer you at all, which is very interesting. You've actually like like silver tongue the time dog from another dimension from another plane of existence and it has to answer you this is a really cool moment and your question your pointed question was what are the rules right i'm going to going to make a roll you have what's your perception dc with a plus two bonus uh it'd be 22 22 okay The answer is those who seek to alter the flow of time must not survive. And you do not believe that it is lying to you, which leads you to believe that for some reason, this creature believes that Kosawana is here to alter the flow of time. I will make sure that the people with me do not violate those rules. In return, we have a rule of our own. Do not harm us. Do not break my crystals, 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 crystals. In return, you will not harm us? Don't make me make a request. I'll do it. If you... Bring me the sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. You shall leave here unharmed. I will let roll that your perception or your, yeah, your lie bonus from here. And you do not get the sense that the creature is lying to you. If you, it, it seems like the terms are set, which is to say, you agree to leave its crystals alone and you agree to serve up Kosawana to it, you are free to pass. And you don't get the sense in this moment that it's lying to you. Very well. Then we have reached an accord. I will take my leave now and just like bow to the crystal, but I am already moving very quickly toward the door. Open the door. Ah. Damn these fucking walls. <laughs> You're alive? As far as I know. That's good. Alright, no more Kleptomania. Okay. At least not of the crystals. It it wants Kosawana. It won't bother us on the condition that we that we give the creature Kosawana as a sacrifice. Which I don't like. But I like less all of us being harmed. We should be able to move through there without having to panic. And who knows what we'll find in a temple that you thought was something else, but actually was dedicated to an eldritch being. You know, read something at a place called Otari once. I mean, if it's going to take Kosamano because he's violated some sacred accord, I mean, that is as close as you can get to an eye for an eye. Yeah. If you ask the creature, Kosuwana is here playing with time. And if this is a temple to Yogg-Sathoth, yeah, I believe it. Whatever he's doing in there, we've got to stop it. I 
the butterfly effect and temporal anomalies or when we aren't when Mugland and his associates are dealt with and we have more time we can we can talk about that for now picks up shield all right we shouldn't have to panic from here forward thank you Kijuk so we're back to shooting Kosawana now right probably I that's all I, I need to know I want to talk to him. Do we let the time dog kill him? Maybe. It's... Oh. I mean, if we're not there... If, if, if we're not there, when then we don't let anything happen because we're not in the middle of anything. So the nature, the universe, as it were, takes its course. That is the MO of the Hounds of Tindalos. As much as I feel bad for him, and as much as I wonder if he's another pawn in a... Alkenstar is a hell of a city. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's for the greater good as well, right? Because doesn't he also know the formula of Pyre Knight? And we're pretty much trying to get to him before Muglin does, because we don't want Muglin to get the formula, so... Correct, but scientific progress is going to happen one way or another. The... the... The cat is out of the bag. Someone's going to get it eventually. Yeah, you, you are right, though, Anita. Like, part of the reason you're down this rabbit hole is, is Muglin tried to grab this guy, right? Mm-hmm. He escaped. And if he's really got the formula to Power Knight worked out, like is reported and it seemed in his workshop, maybe there's some evidence to that fact. The idea was to secure him before, you know, Muglin could. Wouldn't it be a delicious turn of events if someone told Muglin that he could rewrite history if he just stepped into this temple and... (laughs) Oops, trespassing. Tusks, you were reading my mind. Are we ready to go? Yep, let's go uh, turn back time. Oh, sir, here's your shield. (sighs) I'm feeling a little better, Ravi. Thank you. It's just... There's more scars, I guess. You look like that time when you tried to bring in that stray cat that one time. I thought it was a really cute cat. I'm sure it was. I'm sure the resulting scratches were not. I'll side-eyes Reficule and then looks at Saruk and then back to Reficule. It was Dog really people. cute. <laughs> Pun not intended. <laughs> That's not what I tried to kill Sil that last time. It was an accident, How? Every dog has a day. Every fighter has the puns, apparently. I'm opening this door, come on! (laughs) All right. You you go in and you kind of turn to the left and open that cloth to the side and you see this chamber that kind of enters straight ahead and kind of veers off to the right a little bit. Am I still shooting this thing? No, don't. Don't shoot. Don't touch the lights. It likes the lights. I understand that. You like the lights. As, it, mm. as Annie's bag is jingling with all of the lights that she's stolen already. <laughs> yeah. On second thought, maybe leave those outside. Far and fuck away. I'm not saying this in character where the, the time dog can hear me talk all this bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to the door. All right. And then you see Annie like take out the, the lights from Wybert's trunk. That's where she's been putting it. <laughs> Carry all of it, yeah. 
so I assume we're still doing the same sort of exploration activities. So if Anita would like to give me the, the secret crafting check for investigating this place, and if Refuku would like to give me a secret perception check for searching for dangers, um, Saruk's got the shield up, I assume, and Hal's still scouting. That's my default until you tell me otherwise. I'm going to clue in Refi, and because I don't think the, the Hound of Tindalus is going to fuck us up, but instead of a smokestick out, I think I have the backpack ballista. So whatever I rolled, I get a plus one. Perfect. Yep. You're kind of coming down this way. You do notice completely out of place to the rest of the decor here is a wooden door at the end of this hallway that kind of opens to your right. It Just at the look of it, especially with the neatest sort of crafting check, the door looks old and swollen as if like water has gotten into the wood and completely like swelled the wood. It doesn't look like nice and clean. It looks almost like it's pushing against like the edges of the frame here. Just just on this roll alone, you can tell that it's like stuck and swollen itself to not be usable in a normal fashion. And then from there, the chamber sort of turns left and continues on and so can kind of get a peek up ahead. It looks like there is what appears to be like an old library almost, but like all the books and all the papers, everything has been like destroyed and shredded and it's just lies in piles on the floor and it also looks like it has some sort of large vault door well do we want to see what caused the leak or do we keep going on i mean if we're relatively safe yeah no one's been here in so long and eldritch mysteries and i'm gonna try to i guess shield check the door it it doesn't budge It, it stays nice and solid but you give us you get a sense that if you were to like you could force it open with a little bit of effort if you really wanted to this sounds like an athletics check. It would be. It'd be a force open um, athletics check if you would like to uh, actually attempt one. I can pop it in, uh, in chat if you want to see it. Uh, I'll scooch over a little bit. You're up, old man. And technically my perception would just be what I rolled because I have a minus one from this stupid helmet that I'm fucking wearing. So <laughs> I keep trying to cl- click close and it keeps op- like sharing images with the you guys uh, hello small bat cool. friend would you also like to make an accord i hate young <laughs> it's actually so cute like it looks cute as a grumpy that is, little that's fucking famous face. last words go ahead and make that uh force open check for hal the athletics check cutie this is what happened with a cat <laughs> <laughs> critical success with with minimal effort, you uh, force open the door. You, with the critical success, you actually manage to open it without even damaging the door, so you can actually reclose it, which is nice. Yeah, the, the door sort of flies open and or opens, and you you kind of open it, and you see in this room almost like a natural spring. It's a, it's definitely a flooded room. The swollen door sort of gives way to a roughly worked cavern, which, unlike the rest of this temple, which is very meticulously crafted at perfect angles, there is a sense of, like, pure nature here. It's it's a natural cavern. There's a series of holes, like, in the ceiling that look up towards the sky, and some of the light actually comes through. And there's just dripping of water that kind of drips off of these stalactites above you and drip, creating a natural reservoir of, like, water here in this chamber and as the door kind of opens over you see the room is filled with these uh sort of bat-like creatures they look like this 
cute. And, and as you open the door, there's like a panic as they're all around the room. Most of them immediately like scurry and fly up towards the top, like for the exits. And a couple of them kind of turn, squint their eyes in your direction and demand that you leave their home. Uh, they're speaking common. You know, Saruk, I smell terrible when I get wet. Yeah, and uh, I don't have anything funny to say here. Maybe just shut the door. <laughs> We're barging in on bath time. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I will. Good thing you didn't break it down with that expert shoulder check of a fucking swollen door. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I figured, you know, why don't we just check if it's open first? And I spun this little knob here and it was able to be opened relatively easily. Huh. Yeah, the one the ones that didn't fly away are all kind of like <laughs> trying their best to be super tough and like angry at you and like bristling their fur. Um, but even through that, they just look cute. I'm physically holding Annie back from like running into this room to go pet them. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a how question or a Rick question? How question. Did you see a guy about yay big, dark hair, dark skin come through here anytime uh, in the last week or so? Immediately, like two of them blow raspberry as you like. I'll, I'll allow you a diplomacy check here to try to improve their attitude towards you. I will tell you they are currently unfriendly with you. So you know if you shift it the wrong way, they could become hostile. I think I was just going to close the door. Okay, so you, you narratively ask, but not mechanically make a uh, diplomacy like a impression. Okay, and without issue because you. You've unstuck the door. You can close it. No problem. What do you turn around and say to the rest of your companions after after that? Yeah, more creatures with ears, big teeth, wings that could fly, similar to the time dog. So maybe we just leave them alone. I will say when you asked the question and most of them like hissed and did their like, I'm going to be tough thing. There was one like almost like kid in the back that was like, is he talking about? And one of them like grabs the mouth of the kid and puts the hand over it. They definitely know something and you, you get the sense that they know something. They just don't want intruders in their home. Come back. Let's keep on. I mean, the vault seems like a good place to check. I mean, yeah, we started this off with, uh, with the vault, didn't we? Don't worry. I am the key God. I'm never going to live that shit down. <laughs> you don't have a key for this one, do you? No, I don't. Raffi, I didn't then. I was talking shit because I was a little anxious about people. You guys can move up to the next room if you'd like. Oh, lot or nothing. The the meticulously carved walls of this chamber have like stone bookshelves carved into them. All sorts of scrolls and texts were in this room, but you can just see now they're scattered and destroyed, shredded. Whatever knowledge was collected here long ago no longer exists. It, it exists as shredded paper fragments that is, you know, rotted away, not being cared for in all the years. But you do sense a large bronze gear set decoratively into the eastern wall. As you get closer, you realize maybe it's not a vault door, but it looks very similar to a vault door in that it's a giant oversized spherical shape. But it just looks like a bronze gear. And it has um, a bit of an indentation in the center of it. I'll look towards Anita, like give her a, a sudden long glance and point at the door. What do you, uh, what do you make of that? Hmm. Let me go ahead and check. I'll go in and see if I could open it with my repair tools. 
while you're at it, I'm going to see if it's for the best that most of this is gone. The knowledge doesn't do anyone any good. But I don't know. Maybe there's a spell book or something floating around down here. All right. Before I open this, though, I do have a question. Because what if this leads to Kosawana? So if we do go in and see him, do we just act like we're not going to give him to the time dog? I'm going to ask him what he's doing. I'm going to see if we can... Then I... Oh, God. Surik clams up. We'll deal with it when we get there. Hi, Wybert. Buddy! <laughs> There's actually space for him in this room. Like, uh, he can actually spread his mechanical gears. Just gonna give the big guy some space. Do I do a blind roll for this check, Steve? Uh, you can make it uh, public. You don't have to make it secret on this. Uh, crafting check, because you're trying to uh, sort of fin- like use your repair tools to mess with the uh, crafting. is fine. I saw. I would like to use a hero point for that one. Let's use a hero point. This hero point brought to you by petting the time dog. Petting the time dog, always a good idea. The time dog petted me. Do I? Can I get a hero point for that one? (laughs) (laughs) No, the time dog got a hero point for petting you. Oh, good. Uh, 27. 22 bumps up to a 27. 27 is enough. So... With that crafting check, you're messing with the door. You're looking at the notation. You get you get a sense looking at it that immediately it is a door. It, it's it's concealing something. The outside of this sort of bronze thing is a very intricately carved set of cogs and gears and and pistons and and levers. And it's currently in a position where it's like locked out into these very nicely carved sort of uh, holes around the outside. So you immediately recognize it as a door. And with just a few, like maybe like 10 minutes of work, you're able to get your tools in there and sort of fashion a makeshift sort of key. The weird thing is there's no keyhole. Hmm. There's nothing in here to enter a key. So how this works is kind of like confusing to anyone looking at it. But your brain kind of sees the blueprints of what's going on. You understand the flow of of how these Bry people, how the, the clerics here designed this and how the engineers functioned. And almost as if it makes innate sense to you, something inside of you just gets it. You sort of are able to sort of turn the exact right dial with your tools at the right place. And all the gears like click into place and around you, the sort of vault door unlocks. And you now have uh, access to open this at your at your leisure. You see, Saruk, we did have a key. Yeah. We bring her with her everywhere. I'm sorry, I probably should have I should have trusted y'all more back then. I didn't get out of the office much. Anyways, is everything on the ground of value? Uh yeah, so you spend some time looking at it. Very, very little of value. It looks mostly like you you do recognize one header of one piece of paper, and it's got that logica design section code at the top. It looks like you found a page of an old version of the logica design that's ripped except for the the two dot two dot like eight header at the top, but otherwise there's nothing of value scattered amongst the scrolls and text here. Someone paid a lot for the screws. Yeah. Well, are we ready? As ready as we're gonna be. All right, it's open. All right. So immediately beyond, as as you like, kind of slide the gear, kind of rolls like after you've opened it, it kind of like pivots on one end and opens out towards you. And you look into a sort of secret archive of some sort, 
Faded circles of occult runes and winding scripture, scripture adorns the walls of these alcoves, and the curving architecture and winding facades of which stand in sharp contrast to the precise angular designs of the rest of the temple. So where everywhere else in this temple is perfectly designed 90 degrees, 45 degrees here, the walls like fluctuate their rounded edges. There's no like sharp corners or edges at all in this space, but the walls themselves are written. There are like strange ACLO inscriptions carved everywhere and like images of like things that don't make sense unless you can pass a religion check and or a cult check to make sense of it. Uh, that, that probably should have been secret. Oop. That's fine. I, I think uh, the things that you are able to to pick a look at, you don't speak Aqua, right? I do not know. So you, you don't understand the words themselves, but the descriptions of the images that are here are very clearly depictions of Yog sothoth itself. And no doubt you found sort of the entryway where the the secrets of this temple would possibly have been revealed to those who were deemed worthy enough to pass through the the vault door and only the most trusted would have been allowed back here in the mssp we had a word for this room this is the kool-aid room <laughs> oh yeah not refi nope <laughs> you have so much to learn I, i'm gonna like try to rub the side of it with my shield to see if any of it gives like it's painted or it looks like if you were to give it a hard enough scrape with the shield it, it's you know it's pretty quiet and when you scrape it does peel a little bit of that paint sort of does scratch off of the surface of the thing it does look like these are, are painted and probably a long time ago but otherwise could be scrubbed and removed if with enough time and care if I had the time, I feel like we owe Bri a favor for glances back towards Anita. But I don't think we do. Yeah, as you're scraping the, the shield along the wall and kind of coming in, you, you've drawn a little bit of attention. You hear a sort of like, who disturbs my chambers? And this weird sort of ghostly apparition of a creature appears standing before you. I like that art, but I don't like that. It looks like it's floating in the center of this chamber. There, There's definitely like a skeletal body that lies here, like in the corner of the room, slumped over in one of the curved uh, chambers. And this like spectral skeletal body kind of floats in the middle of the room near it. A guttural like look, it's 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 asking you like who you are and what, what you're doing here. Uh, how would you guys respond? Uh, I think honestly... I think I'm just turning the backpack ballista towards it with intent. Okay. In that case, let's go ahead and roll some gosh dang initiative. Gosh dang initiative. And I'll even remember my plus two this time because of my best friend, Hal. Take the plus two. We uh, we have our ghost touch runes from the previous campaign, right? Yes. Uh. We have too many goddamn bottled lightnings. Does that count? Whoa, where are the lights coming from? This is such a great presentation. Ganita. Sweet summer child. I hate that the monsters auto win ties. Damn it, I don't have the room for Pilgrim's token. Yeah, that's that's right. It is uh, tying. Ty goes to the monster. 
All right, so here, deep within the, the cradle, of course, within the secret chamber, you found the place marked in the journal, the place mentioned as being safe. You found the lair of Droxelos, the 13th Ordinal himself. Ooh! Uh, a dead alter bitch. ego. Oh, no. 40 years ago, he made his last stand here and died. His spirit has remained hungering, starving, waiting for another soul. Okora, is that you? And you are the first to arrive in all these years. And because of that, it's ready to eat. So. Oh, no, it's doing the tom rolls. Oh, no. Okay, first action. Do, 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 do. First action, this like spiritual thing flies. You, you go to get the backpack, Melissa, down at at forty. It's like a forty foot fly speed, like glides across the room right in your face, Rook, before you're even ready for it. It's it barely gets its turn off right before you. So close on the initiative. One action strides up. Second and third action, it's going to use. It's going to use its ability called spectral corruption. It reaches out and attempts to touch you it's it's sort of spectral hands grabs right into your chest where it tries to grab your heart it's got to make a strike 29 that is a hit so you're going to take 22 points of damage total 12 of it is negative i guess it's all negative yeah it seems like that way from can i block this uh you can yeah as weird as it is, you mechanically you can block negative damage. I mean, the shield is magic, so it makes sense they could interact. So you take you take fourteen. The shield takes fourteen, and you watch as it does that. It sort of it gets some. Uh, My vitality makes it strong. Yeah, it it gets a little bit of a boost from your from the damage it dealt to you. It gets like a little bit more life force wrapped around it. So that was three actions. It has a fourth action. Before that happens, do you want me to? I've been hovering over this will save. Yes, make the will save for me. Good call. All right, I'm kind of all right at these. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. Uh, that would be easier. Twenty is a failure. Let's use that second hero point. If you have hero points in chance, help us beat Droxelos. All right, twenty-four. You bump it up by four. Twenty-four is still a failure. Oh, good. Yeah. Sorry, Majago. I'm going to kill my friends. And then so you you temporarily become controlled by this creature. It's mm. kind of gotten inside of you. It's it's like grabbed your heart. It's pumping around your heart and it's sort of gotten up to your brain. And it, it sort of has general controls over your actions for now. It tells you to basically it, it tells you to turn around and use that ballista on your friends behind you. It also has a fourth action, which it uses to... Oh, yeah, once it does that, you hear in your head, get the gray one. It's uh, last action. It's fourth and final action is to step back. Let's see, can it do that? No, it can't. So it's, its fourth action can only be done to make strikes. And so it targets you with the map. On its last strike, because you're the only one I can hit. Ooh, 32. So you're going to take a little bit more 
damage. That's 19 points of damage. I'm not going to make you make another will save because you already made one this turn. And it ends its turn, and as it's drained you a little bit of energy, some of your life force have gone into it, and you watch as this like angry like eyes satiates a little bit as it's fed, and it seems to lose a little bit of the hunger that it had a moment ago. Now, Saruk, it is your turn. Okay, so when it hits me again, that doesn't does that interact with me being controlled at all, or do I get another save? Or? It doesn't look like. It. I mean, you can if you. I, I I was gonna say you don't have to take a save. I'll give you the choice. You can make the save. You might get a better result, but you might get a worse result. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll try it again. All right, I will give you another save because it technically would trigger another save. Yeah. Same as before. Alrighty, so then I will. I know what Saruk's best action economy is, but if you want to tell me what to roll, I'll do it. I mean, I think he was just very... Like, he, how controlled is control? So I'm also making a decision for you. Yeah, let's just say... Because it's sort of controlling you, like all of Saruk's super brain power is probably a little dulled at this point. I'm going to say just... All you have to do this turn is make your Ballista Strike against Halbrand. And that's all you do this turn. I mentioned that you guys are really cool, and I'm here. We go, Habuski. Okay, cool. Twenty-one is a miss. So the ballista comes out, shoots at Hal. Hal's able to like sort of react in time and push it to the side. The ballista fires down the hallway past Ruffy over Anita's head. Probably bounces off a of wyvern's like armor. But I think that's all Saruk has to do. That's all it controls you to do on your turn. Okay. And then I'm stupefied, right? It says only on a success you're stupefied. For failure, it doesn't say that. It doesn't uh, say, like, as success, but as far as I can tell. Oh, you, after after you, after it wears off, then you become stupefied. Right, and me, the thrall, that was the end of my next turn, so. Yep, so at the end of your turn, the control falls off, but you get stupefied, too. Perfect. Well, not perfect, but... Could have been worse. I think Sirug is very glassy-eyed and then very wide-eyed and then very fucking angry. So I think Hal's going to try to move through Sirug as if he was his ally, even though he shot at him. Maybe something's going on. Yep, he he immediately seems to come to his senses right away. He's acting as your ally. All right. And then Hal will move through him around here. Kopesh is out. He's going to make a strike against this creature. I think he's going to say it is going to be a snagging strike. Not really sure if he can snag a ghost, but he's going to try. It is an interesting question, and I don't think so, but we're about to find out. That is a miss. Hero point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to use my hero point for the sash. Roll and keep the new result. So I'm going to say, based on my reading of this, you are not able to. It says, an incorporeal creature, you can't attempt strength based checks against physical creatures or objects. I know. This isn't exactly a grapple, but there's you can't there's nothing for you to grab onto because you don't have anything with the ghost touch rune. So I don't think you can snagging like it, it passes through it. 
I will let snag. I will let snagging strikes ability override the general rule on this. Uh, you can't grapple it, but the snagging strike I will let ride because it it's a special ability you have. So did your strike twenty five hits exactly? Thanks to the actually, yeah, it definitely hits thirteen points of damage. It is uh, resists five of that damage. Because it passes through it, you know? Oh, wait. Oh, I forgot. They uh, they actually... They actually integrated uh, damage reduction automatically in the system now, so I don't have to manually subtract the 5 it resists. It just knows. Perfect. And now it's flat-footed until, until the end of your turn. I took 5 off and it was too much, so it took 8 points of damage. And it's flat-footed. Uh, I think I'll take a map attack. Twenty-four. Twenty-four is just a miss, even with flat-footed condition. Spencer. All right, Ruffy. All right, using into the fray free action, I draw my pistol, and then I stride towards an enemy that I can see. Also, so it doesn't go unnoticed. Doc Nina gave Saruk a hero point in chat, so Saruk has one hero Wow, point. who's that? Hey. They must be a great person with interesting character concepts and cool voices. All right. Uh, I'm going to shoot it in the face for my first action. It is flat-footed thanks to the, f- to the snagging strike. Mm. It is a hit thanks to the flat-footed condition. All right. Six points of damage. <laughs> that means one damage bleeds through the uh, resistances. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot I can do there. Um, second action, reloading strike. I'm going to use my hero point. Okay. Uh, that's a hit. All right. Seven points of damage on that one. All right. It takes two. It's this weird feeling where you're like, you hit it, and then you can feel yourself sort of slow down as you pass through its body, and you get like a weird kind of cold sensation, but it just seems hard to touch. And then uh, I'm just going to use a faint attack to aid with the next person's strike for my third action. Perfect. Brings us to Anita. All right, I've seen this before, but in a different universe. (laughs) Stop looking into the lights, Anita. (laughs) You say that, the time dog will kill you. Don't touch the lights. (laughs) If you're like, I've seen this before in another timeline, time dog's like, what'd you say? Nani. (laughs) Nani? Okay. All right, so I'm going to use my first action to take the stride inside. And with the frost vial in hand, sorry, friends, I'm going to throw it at this man, a creature. Go ahead and make that Come attack roll. on, frost vial, where are you? Huzzah! Oh, that's a 27 to hit. 27 is a hit. All right, I'm sorry for the splash damage, but it's only two... I want to kill my friends. Okay, so 
it takes the full that was kind of a low roll on your thing there takes the full six from that takes no damage (laughs) why is it saying it takes no damage that is weird i wonder if it's immune to cold doesn't well let me just double check uh it's not that's the weird thing it should it should it has resist it should be resistance five i don't know why it's double dipping on oh i see the six damage includes the splash damage but i I think it's just calculating it wrong so it takes you know he takes one point of damage takes one point of damage (laughs) yeah he resisted five on your bomb um everyone around takes two splash damage which is now has its own little convenient splash damage button in the in the chat that's kind of cool that is dope um but he is going to take a minus 10 foot penalty to his speeds until the end of his next turn so that's two actions so far all right and then for my i'm gonna get close to saruk for my third action, I'm going to step towards Saruk. And then Wybert can't really do much because there's no space in it. Or Wybert. So Wybert's just like going all jittery and wanting to fight. That's the end of our turn. We're at the top of the second round of combat. I- I'm-, I'm looking at your guys' abilities against this thing, and man, this is like another one of your like. I believe in the me that believes in me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I ain't afraid of no ghost. I think the person that hurt it the most was Ruffy, so it's probably going to target Ruffy. No. And it's going to use its spectral corruption ability, which uses two actions and targets Ruffy with the vile touch. It's not... There's no, like, manipulate tag or anything that triggers an opportunity attack, so it just does the strike. That's going to be a 30, which is a hit, but not a crit. Useth mine champion reaction as a reaction. It's 12 points of negative. You reaction to reduce how much of it? Uh, uh, Two plus my level, so eight, yeah. Okay, so you can take eight less of that damage, Ruffy. You also are going to be able to take a step, right? All of the things that liberate. I feel like the mind control ones are higher up that I just won't get. But yeah, if Ruffy wanted to step now, he could. Uh, I will. I can only go really here, though. So. <laughs> and then as part of that, you need to make the uh, will save against the strike. All right. <sighs> Ooh, critical success. Amazing. Crits in chat. We need Chris in chat for that one. Come Ooh. on, everyone. I feel like the guy who's been manipulated his whole life by people, then something tries to get in his head and say, hurt the people you care about. Yeah, no. It reaches out to my heart to try to control my actions through my emotions, but I don't have any. no emotions. Yes, you do. <laughs> you like jockey? You are able to push it out, at least. With a critical success, you are... Um, unaffected by what it was trying to do to you, and you're immune for the next minute. It cannot try to control you again. That's pretty damn good. Then you step backwards, and then it has one more action, and it... I did just resist its... uh... Were you trying to do something, friend? 
It'll target you with another vile touch. Oh god, Chris and Chad again for the GM. Thank you. You taunted fate, and now you're paying. 40 points of negative damage. All right. How's that for emotion? But that's his turn. Saruk. All right. One time before we're done today, I get to say those sweet, sweet magic words. Untap. Upkeep. Devise a stratagem. Huzzah. You have a card in play that says you must sacrifice one Kosawana if able. Otherwise, otherwise, put this time dog in your opponent's field of play. This isn't Magic the <laughs> Gathering. Uh, You're the one that says untap upkeep. Shut up. Upkeep, <laughs> For legal reasons. Okay, so I see a 26 with the runes that becomes a 27. They're flat-footed. I'll hit, but it's like to what? Oh my god, I hate this. We cannot make it drink elixirs of life for positive damage, probably. <laughs> um, I mean, the main reason I would say you probably can't is that it's incorporeal and it can't interact with the physical I, object like I that. Got no dang tummy. You can't like you can't open its mouth and force it because there's nothing to grab. You know, <laughs> like you I can't grab got it. Got a mouth, fake mouth. Uh, okay, just flipping through all the things I have in the actions of this game. Your no mouth having bitch. Yeah, I think I don't like it, but I'm gonna. I don't like it. The best thing Saruk can do, Lord have mercy. Uh, Bry have mercy. I could. Okay, so I'm gonna ask the team: Would you all rather everybody take a little bit of splash damage and I throw a bottled lightning? Or I get like chip damage with my tusks. Is anyone adverse to two electricity splash? I think it's resisting five no matter what. Yeah. So I think there's no point in doing splat in trying to do like because it resisted five of the cold anyway. So what's the difference? I mean, how 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 hard can you uh, stab somebody with tusks? <laughs> Lord, uh, yeah, d sixes. They're magic, but. Uh, it'll be 3d6 plus 3. Yeah, yeah, it's good enough. Uh, would a 27 hit, Steve? 27 will hit, yes. Right, so action the second is I'm just going to... Screaming in orcish at the top of his voice full of a lot of rage. 12 damage. Okay, uh, 12 damage. Three of that is piercing and six of that... or Some of it is precision. It is immune to the precision portion of your damage. Yeah, so it takes mm. six, which means it takes one. <sighs> right. Death by a thousand cuts, you son of a bitch. This is like not there's like this is if they were going to make a creature that countered you guys. This is basically it. Yeah. And I'm going to raise my shield for my third action. I suppose that will be all uh, that brings us to Halbrant. Uh, Hal's going to uh, snagging strike this creature. I'm not really sure what we can do. It's one of the reasons I wanted to throw the bonus snagging strike, just so you have something that's in your favor. Gee, thanks. Snagging strike, as as if you read it strictly written, there's nothing that means snagging strike doesn't work. Oh, let's go, let's go. Critical hit, critical hit. Woo! Thanks to the flat-footed condition. Okay, 26 points. Um, it's not immune... Yeah, Kristen Chatham's it's not immune to critical hits. Um, so it takes 21 points of damage from that strike, Hal. Nice. 
I will make an exacting strike. Okay. It's that that was also a snagging strike, so it's also uh still like you know it's flat footed, yeah. Alone. Uh that is a hit. Alright. Death by a thousand cuts easier when your best friend is a fighter. There we go. So it takes uh five or eight damage from that. We're getting somewhere, we're getting somewhere. Um, I hit it. I hit it once again, and I think I'm going to go ahead and do a. Now you're gonna quit. Do only parry. Okay. <laughs> the parry comes up, ready to defend, and we're at Ruffy's turn. Stab Ruffy. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, you know what? I never did my. Oh well. My faint for the next attack. That's all right. Also, just that's true. I think they hit anyways. Yeah, that's fine. I will say, though, maybe maybe I misremember it. Don't you have a share strategic strike, uh, Saruk? And you did use strategic strike. You know what? Thank you. That is true. I, I got real like, oh, shit, I can't do fuck all to this thing because it's immune to piercing or precision damage. Heck, uh, yeah, I'm going to name Refi because that's a great idea right now. Hey, Refi, it's flat footed <laughs> to you. I can do something. Is that a, it's a flat footed condition? OK, I thought it maybe it was like a bonus to the strike or something. Oh, well, it's it's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess it's something. I am going to use. I don't really know. I don't know if it has a tax of opportunity. So what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to use juice. Drifters juke. I'm not going to use the first step. I will use the first strike, though. and I'm going to hit it in the face. Okay. Come on. That hits, I'm assuming? That's a hit, yeah. Sorry, I was reading an ability that I realized I didn't do, but it's probably good I didn't do it, so we're just ignoring it. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then part of that action, I I will take the step now, and then part of that same action, I will strike now with my pistol at map. Okay. That's going to be a miss with a 17 total. Five on the dice. Oh, I don't... Did I say it? I said it in my head. I don't know if I said it out loud. Last turn when you critically succeeded as part of that, I wanted you to take a hero point in that awesome moment of, like, defiance. You did not. I said it in my head. I think I got distracted saying it out loud. I, uh, unfortunately, I, I'm not a telepath in real life, Steve, so... I thought you were my thrall and I could telepathically communicate with you. I'm sorry. I will use a hero point then and reroll that. Shoot him in the face. Not even worse. That's not how that works. Uh, third action. I'm just going to reload and that's my turn. All right, Anita. All right. Using two actions to give Wybut three. So Wybut is going to squeeze in as much as he could inside this fucking thing. So that's two actions to get here. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Technically, you. Ryber can share straight space with this guy because he doesn't collide with anyone, right? He just is a ghost. Refi, why are you so far away? Okay, <laughs> Strook would be five feet away from him and uh, Refi would be five feet away from him as well. Yeah? Yeah. Would that be included in the burst? Because I, this is what I want to do. I want to use one action from me, the last action that I have, for a searing restoration. So he's my own. Yeah, he's because he's a large creature. His burst gets bigger and it includes both of them. Boom. Almost like it was planned. Good job. Yeah. So 13 Wybert smoking. That's fine. 
And he gets a third level, so 2d10, so 3d10. Come on, roll high, man. I like how alchemy is defined differently. 20 points of healing for everyone in this living creature, so not you, ghost, no mouth bitch. This was one E, this would have been positive and it would have hurt him, is what I was going to say. Yeah, but That's what I'm checking. Uh, there's no positive. It's not positive. It's, it's it's not it's not like divine healing. It's just like, yeah, so it doesn't yeah. affect Science it. healing. It also says specifically uh, it has to be a living creature. So mm-hmm. it is an awesome like uh, like the smoke comes up and everyone's like, <laughs> oh, that that heals, you know, like <laughs> why would just vape the whole room? Breathe in deeply. <laughs> yeah. And then Wyvert still has one more action, so hey, why friggin' not? He's gonna try and hit this thing with a piercing doesn't work on him, so let's do a smash. Wyvert smash. The 24. Thanks to the flat footed condition, it is a hit. Amazing. So that would take 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, so Wyber, so I know why it was doing that before. Why, uh, since Wyber's not magical, and since it it double resists non magical damage, so only five gets through. But I'm going to hand wave that for now. That's why it was giving extra resistance earlier because the because they're not magical in this alchemy's not right? magical, so it double resists it. I don't like that in this moment. That's too mean. So no, I'm not. I'm not abiding by that. The time dog has really changed Steve's whole GM style. Look how nice he's being. All right. This creature turn. All right. It turns and spins on Hal, and it uses its much well-known ability now, Spectral Corruption, which allows him to make a vile touch against Hal. That is a 26, which is exactly what it needs to hit, unfortunately. Come on, Hal Brandt. So yeah, you you can use your reaction. I'll roll the damage. Oh look, Doc Nina gave Hal a hero point. Wow, hero point for Hal from Doc. Uh, Eighteen points of damage reduced by eight, so that takes it down to ten points of damage for Hal. And I need you to make a will save. Hey, will save or fortitude save? I thought it was fortitude. Uh, against this ability, it's a will save. Like we wished it was a 42. Yeah, it's not a physical thing. It's a mental effect on you, so it's definitely will. 21 is going to be a failure. Hero point. Hero That's point. Hero point. Now, I know we have a history of rolling lower hero points, but please don't. We no, do. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, Hal can step also if Hal wanted to. You can't step. It would remove the snagging strike but as long as you move out of range, but you can step if you'd like, Hal. I think I'm good. Yeah, okay. That's his first action. You, you, he grabs your heart. It, it pulses in. The, the sort of dark tendrils go up into your brain. The whole, like, world gets a little fuzzy. You, you, you're almost like you're watching your allies, like, from a dark, like, the end of a long hallway. He tells you that he wants you to use, he wants, he basically wants you to snag and strike and attack Reficule next turn. No! Um, so that's what he's going to do. You're controlled. That's what you'll do in your turn. And with his... Didn't even need to ask. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> finally an excuse. No, you could have just asked. You didn't need to dominate me. Jeez. <laughs> and then I think with it, with a... 
its action, it'll stride float through um, Saruk and Anita. And had you not been controlled, you could have taken an attack of an opportunity. Unfortunately, you are controlled and you cannot. Brings us to Saruk. Okay. Tons of questions. Uh, first of which, is it obvious at a glance that Halbrant doesn't have all of his faculties? You're, he's going through exactly what you went through just a minute ago, and you can see it in his eyes. Okay. I don't think there's... Oh, any- also, as he's doing this, he's like, don't you know who I am? I'm the 13th. And he's like, got this like righteous fury as he's taunting you guys while he fights you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you fucking are, buddy. I don't say that in character. Uh, yes, I got it. <laughs> uh, shit, I... Thinking, thinking, don't want to delay. I can't delay. I'll get it next. Okay, so I think first action in in defiance, Saruk roars back. I don't think I've done this in all of my time playing second edition Pathfinder. I'd like to use an action to demoralize the ghosty. Ooh, demoralize the bitch. Curse. Yeah, let's do it. So it's we'll see what happens. You don't have no mouth. 24. <laughs> I, I think I'll let the 24 stick one way or another. Okay. I will say that that is a success. Nice. So that's f- frightened one, right? Mm. Yeah, I wish I had something that made that better, but what we got? It is not immune to this at all, no. And then second action, I can move through Wybert, right? Yeah, he's an ally. What am I saying? Uh, if it is fair to assume that Halbrant looks like Halbrant's going to go beat up Ruffy, mm-hmm. I'm going to stride like this. And then with my third action... Shit, shit, he's not in control of his faculties. Keep yourself under control. It's fine here. And I'm going to action the third is I'm going to try to battle medicine, Refi. Okay. I thought you were going to restrain Hal or something like that, which is also a cool option. I think I lose that 10 out of 10. That is a grapple based fighter. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going for the 15. I am stupefied to be Jesus and back. All right, tight. That's a success. Off the top of anybody's head. Uh, battle medicine is 2d8. At this level, it should be 2d8 plus 10, I think. Tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what you roll, Anita? Uh, 2d8 plus 10, yeah. Just, it'll pass him here. This will patch you up. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, he's for 20. That is my turn. How, as your turn comes in to, to affect the voice in your head that's telling you what to do, you turn your eyes on Refi and you are commanded to basically stride next to him, snagging strike, and then third action map attack. All right, well, I will need to have to tumble through Wyvern. That's, yeah. It's interesting in this case, I think he could be put into a mode where Anita commands him to not let you through. So yes, I will allow that. Uh, uh, I will say two things. One, very creative and I like it. Two, take a hero point for thinking outside the box. I will use it to tumble through. (laughs) Now spend your hero point to tumble through. (laughs) That doesn't actually work. Remember when we accidentally killed his dog? Now do that again. So 20 Ryberts. Uh, that's not enough to get through Wybert. You try to get through Wybert and Wybert like, shield blocks you from getting the Ruffy. Because Wybert. Second action. Try it again. Try it again. Nope. Wybert play. I'm going to say like he, I'm going to say Wybert kind of pushes you back even off his square and is like, no, and like stops you from getting through him. It's it's like they're filling this wall. They won't let you get to Ruffy. 
you know, his third action is to do it again. Um, what is my t is tumble through? Do I get to move and then try to tumble through? Because I think I would probably try to go around Saru because I think. Yeah, you can you move up to your speed and then you stop when you collide with an enemy and then see if you make it through or not. So I would try to do Saruk since he's much harder or Wybert's really hard. I'm sorry, old man. I'm just going to push. Either way, like even uh, Saruk with the second one, you go through Saruk. Saruk holds you from getting through. Third and final action. Tumble through it one more time. Tumble through Saruk. Saruk does not let you through. You. It was you. You killed Lyrian. I'm trying to push past everybody. Yeah, he's like showing you all these memories in your head. It like it like fades at the end of your turn. You become stupefied too, but you're no longer he's no longer in control of your actions. Very yelling back. We can do this anytime you want, but now is probably not the best time. <laughs> Anita. Oh, Ruffy. Oh, sorry, Ruffy. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't die. He gets to have a turn. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I just assumed you were dead. God. Stride over here. Second action. Can I move Anita with an action? So let's look at your how like your strength and carrying capacity is so you, you've got two your carry bulk is six you're, you're at the edge of what you can physically carry and still move anita is a medium creature and she also has six more bulk on her i'm going to say the same thing is you know you, you can't you don't have the body strength to physically drag anita on your turn all right i'm going to then attempt to tumble through do I have to tumble through this creature? Can I just walk through? You can just walk through this creature. Yeah, there's no tumble through. I mean, you you can just walk through. It. You walked through you guys a second ago. You can tumble through if you want it to look cool. I think it looks cooler if you just walk casually. Yeah, no, fuck it. I'm just walking straight through him. Excuse me, bang. You know what? I'm going to go a little bit further out. Actually, I'm out in the hallway here. I'm going to shoot him in the face. Is taunting a thing? Basically, it's demoralizing or uh, what's the other? There's a feat you can do that's like uh, taunting. Bomma. I have it as well. It's not helpful here because we do not want him to make will saves. I am Angelique Loveless, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess I'll try to taunt him by shooting him in the face. <laughs> you know, that's a good way to draw aggro. I, I too have played the World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. You're way out of range of the tank, Rogue. That is a hit. All so right. close to being a crit. Nine. All right, four damage. And that's the end Kill of my it. turn. I'm say, you want me to come out here and get me? Anita. Anita looks around. She sees that it's gone to shit it's a fucking mess so she goes back to what she learns she looks into her formula book and then uses one action for quick alchemy to create a bottled sunlight if you've just been walking around with bottled sunlight it's like jeez no I had to like good thing I saved one more reagent for her this thing wow. this is like the quick alchemy thing you just like whipping up some sunlight 
Yeah, I'm gonna whip out some sunlight, but right now it's so hard to do. Hello, please craft. Excuse me, where is it? Shouting at her character sheet. No, it's not letting me craft, Steve. Let me see. I think because you've got you've got so much stuff in there, yeah. So take all that out except for the bottle sunlight. Now try it. Okay. Let's see. Is it there? Okay, it's there. All right. And then Anita finally holds onto the bottle of sunlight and then just smashes onto this mouthless bitch's face. Hopefully it hits. That has a mouth. I see it. I don't get this reference. <laughs> I just saw Richard say it. So, Because he can't drink. He doesn't have a mouth. Two actions already. So the mirrored bottled lightning. So I have to activate it with a strike. So I not I gotta strike it. Yeah, put it put it in your hand. Yeah, make the strike. Come on, it's flat footed. Oh no, Ravi's not melee with it. That's right. It's not. Yeah, it is frightened. Just don't miss. Of course. Huzzah! Come Mary on. Chrysler. No. You better use a hair point. I don't have a hero point. Well, in this inventive... Um, oh, no, you just got one from chat. So take the one from chat. RK Richard RPG gave Anita a hero point. Also, this awesome moment of, like, whipping... Like, in the moment, just like, oh, shit. And cobbling together something that creates freaking sunlight against this is just cool. And I want to give you a hero point for that awesome move, too. Oh, thank you. All right, so here we go. Mary Chrysler! Come on, Chrysler. We need... Okay, it hits! <laughs> yes. That's a hit. Hero point works. Right. Perfect. So, okay, all of that. It's actually more than that because it says if it's undead, it takes max damage. So four. Yes. So the it's one more positive damage than was listed. So it's four plus one splash. So it's, it takes five positive damage. Unfortunately, it resists all the fire damage. Hail Mary, though, guys. I only have one ref infused. Ref Five points of damage total from that, but you do activate. I think when you hit it with this light, the, the it flares up. It's not going to last for long because it's just going to last for one round. But it it's going to. I'm going to give it sunlight sensitivity for one round, which is it's clumsy and slow too for this next round as it gets yes! hit with the sunlight. Look at you go at the end of my turn or at the end of its turn. It's going to last until the it's going to get one turn with those effects and then it'll it'll when it gets back to your turn, it'll lose those. Uh, That's fine. I'm last. Take advantage of it, friends. Yeah, it doesn't resist any of the positive. It's not weak to positive. OK. Perfect. The, 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 the sunlight sensitivity is the big the big thing here. That's really awesome. So I have one more action to give Wybert two. So Wybert's going to. Yeah, Ryber's gonna run back out. I'm gonna squeeze through Ruffy. Leap. Oh, somewhere there. No, I'm trying to bait it out. I think when you get hit with a bottled sunlight, I think the aggro has changed. Yeah, so. Sorry, Ruffy. It's alright. Yeah, so he'll try to hit it. Wybert smash. Wybert smash the clumsy creature. Smash the clumsy uh, creature. Mary Chrysler! Natural 20. Eh, 25. 25. It's a hit. 
Sweet. Damage. 14 points of bludgeoning damage. So it takes nine. That's by a thousand cuts indeed. On its turn, it slowed two, so that means it only gets one action. It like is like looks around, its eyes hurt, it only has one action. It can't do the like spectral corruption thing it wants to do because it's a two-action ability. So um, but it does it does look at you, Anita, and it does target you, and it does try to hit you with the vile touch. And that's a natural one on the dice, thanks to the sunlight. The dice gods are in my favor. It like it's it can barely see and it's got this bright sunlight. It looks at you and it's almost like this like angelic silhouette and it tries to hit you and it's like repelled back. That's its turn. It only had one action. It's and it, I, I'm letting this last until it goes back to your turn, so it's still clumsy and slowed. And clumsy too for everyone on this round. Saruk. Okay, so its frightening condition probably fell off. That is true. It is still clumsy though. Uh first things first, just roaring in defiance. I'm gonna try to keep this man's feared. Twenty-one. Twenty-one is. It's not gonna do it. Okay, so then, second action. I I feel like at some point in Saruk's training, he would have got that most undead have a specific like. This is why they've come back. There are particular weaknesses or uh, things which will draw their ire and stuff. And I was wondering if I could try a religion check to recall knowledge. Uh, sure. I'm really bad at these and I'm stupefied. I also don't have a lot I can do. <laughs> All right. Question fucking mark. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll real Probably bad. not helping you a lot. You know, it'll be fine if you just feed it to the time dog. <laughs> um, That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I think the thing that you remember here is that if you could expose it to sunlight for longer, it could instantly kill this thing. Like it's like a, it's basically one of those undead where if it's exposed to sunlight more than Anito is able to do, you might be able to just kill it in one shot. Like if you could somehow draw it into direct sunlight. Uh, so then. If this costs an action to seek, I understand. What is above me? Yeah, that'd be a seek action. I mean, if you look up, there's nothing. But if you want to spend some time actually seeking, then you are free to try. I think rather Sirk is going to like the square above the thing. What is up there? Is there anything that might be? Yeah, your point. I'm fishing for a crack in the ceiling. 20. Looking around, you're back in that sort of constructed area where it looks really nice. It looks structurally sound. It doesn't appear anywhere in here that you'd be able to get sunlight. But there is a sort of inkling that in the back of your mind, which reminds you that there was sunlight within that like natural springs cavern just around the corner from here. True. And there are also tiny little bat children who I don't want to expose to the awfulness. True. Why didn't we kill the bat children so we could use their home to kill the ghost? Fuck! That's my turn. Mr. Rick just looks frustrated and is scanning the room. Alright, Hal. I think Hal's gonna delay, hoping that uh, Nita gets out of the way. That That's probably not a bad plan. I will say that once Anita gets her turn, he won't be clumsy anymore, but you pretty much kick his butt anyway, so. Um, Reficule. 
Uh, can do I have line of sight to shoot him? Uh, you do. Like, uh, he has like partial cover from Wyber, but you have line of sight. First action will be. I can't step forward, can I? We've not been having Wybert block you guys in the short in the small hallways because you guys would never move. Yeah, we would have been chocolate cherry fucked in this whole dungeon. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna reloading, running reload. I'm gonna shoot him in the face. Yeah, you are. Oh boy, mm. that's a critical. That good. It's that <laughs> roll what that mega <laughs> damage thirty five points of Jeez, damage uh, resists some of it but still takes a f- 27 points of damage uh Ruffy, you're going this this strike destroys the ghost creature how do you, would you like to do this i just walk up to him we don't have time for you or your bullshit your time is gum and gone you're just a sad ghost holding on to the past we don't have time for this. And I just look to the rest of the group and, and I just shoot him in the face. Remember. And like the spirit is like dissipated and gone. And like the, the gunshot like rings out within these like curved chambers. And you successfully survived your encounter with Droxelos, the 13th Ordinal. They're so good, guys. A crit for a crit. God damn it, Richard. <laughs> <laughs>